Hey guys, welcome to part two of this very special segment with my very special guest, David. Hi, David. Hello again, Sarah. <laughs> I had so much fun talking to David last week about his journey in recovering from his addiction and how we started his company, Sober Lifestyle Coaching. And I believe we were at the point where you're going to talk to me about a funny or crazy story that happened to you. Oh, bless you. Well, this is where you might need to censor what's discussed. So I've racked my brains, honestly, for, I mean, I don't think funny is the word. I think insane, insanity, crazy insane. stories. So, okay. So, but some of those, in fact, nearly all of them I can't discuss because they really are ridiculous. Uh, okay. I could cherry pick over a 40 year drinking career. Uh, so many incidents that have happened to me. And I talked last week about UBIs, the, you know, these these injuries, these unexplained beer injuries. Oh my gosh, I've, I've got so many things. But I've got <laughs> stories. Of, I've got stories of being arrested. I've got stories of being involved in a car chase with the police, where a helicopter is chasing me. And I, I won't even, I won't even talk about those because they're not funny. They're not. They're, look, they're just not. Funny. No, they're just not funny. They're not funny. Um, uh, there's another story that I don't think I can talk about because I was extremely rude and ejected from a royal function by Prince Charles's MI5 agents for You're being lying. drunk. You're no, lying. no, ab no, absolutely true. Uh, but I can't tell that story. But I'll tell a nicer story if that's okay. Stop teasing me. <laughs> I'll tell a nicer story that hopefully people might smile about. Okay. So back in January 2020, so just over a few a couple of years ago, um, mm -hmm. my wife and I were very lucky to go on holiday to the Maldives. And we had this be beautiful place that worked out, uh, an overwater villa. And we turned up and we turned up and it was very nice because there was a gentleman there who was to give us a nice foot massage. You know, you've just arrived from traveling and it's very lovely. I just unpacked and... Uh, when I unpack, everywhere I go, I take this book, which is the big blue book of Alcoholics Anonymous. It's my Bible, quite literally. And I take it everywhere with me because, you know, it's, it's what I love. Uh, but it was on the side. So this gentleman was called June. He was a Filipino man. And as he walked past, he said, oh, are you in recovery? And I said, yes, I am. He said, so am I. I said, well, that's amazing because, you know, it's, it's the signal, isn't it? If you own a big blue book, the book of Alcoholics Anonymous, you're in recovery. Mm -hmm. uh, particularly if you brought one on holiday with you and I brought my wife and my big blue book so that sh shows what's important in my life um so as we're chatting away he uh he was telling me that he was an alcoholic too and I said well do you know can we have a meeting I don't think there's ever been a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous in the Maldives let's have a meeting so he said go on then that's a great And I'll ask him if we can have a meeting. So I saw the general manager of the island and said, listen, we'd love a meeting. It's for people who are alcoholics and I'd love to have a meeting. And you could see him scratching his head thinking, oh my goodness, how am I going to sell this? Well, what am I going to do? <laughs> I said, no, no, you don't have to broadcast that there's alcoholics everywhere. <laughs> so the, the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous was called Bill, Bill Wilson. And um, everywhere you go in the world, if you're on a cruise ship, there might be a door that says, friends of Bill, six o'clock. So if you're a friend of Bill, you know what that means. Mm. So I said, that's what we have to do. Could you put a sign up somewhere that just says, friends of Bill, six o'clock. So the Tuesday came and we had the meeting and 12 people turned up. And I saw him afterwards and said, gosh, thank you so much. 
we had 12 people come to the meeting how, where you know how did you put the sign up because it really worked and he said i and i thought well alcoholics aren't going to be going into the bar it's completely the wrong place to put the <laughs> sign up but thank you very much so actually what happened was I think that he told some of his staff to go, there's a client here, you you get down there. But actually the word got out and we ended up having another meeting a week later with uh, 12 people who genuinely were um, uh, recovering alcoholics and recovering addicts. And that's the beauty and we call it fellowship. And it truly is, I can go anywhere on the planet and I will find friends of Bill and I'm not alone. And I can talk quite openly uh, about what it is to be an alcoholic with a crazy brain like like I've got. So it wasn't particularly funny, but it was honest and true, which is the heartwell, heartfelt story of going anywhere on the planet. And now I've been to meetings in Miami, in Istanbul, uh, in Morocco, um, and you can go on a Zoom meeting now, and I've been all around the world. I've spoken in Finland and everywhere. You know, and there are millions and millions of recovering alcoholics and addicts the world over that attend so many anonymous meetings. And that, again, I think when I was younger, I used to think that the world was a cruel place where mm -hmm. I was a victim, that people would betray me and hurt my feelings. And I used to imagine, gosh, if only there was this lovely world where people were kind and honest, and it was hidden in plain sight. And across the world, there are meetings every day. So for example, in Dubai, there's uh, 56 Alcoholics Anonymous meetings a week. There's eight a day. Wow. And, you know, and if you want to go looking, you can go on their website and find them. And there are eight in-person meetings a day where it's wonderful. And each meeting's got 50, 60 people. That's incredible. So having having said all that and having traveled the world and, and like you said, even like the most exotic countries and met the most uh, diverse group of people, bringing people together for the journey of recovery, what would you say is one kind of last word of advice or message you'd like to leave with the listeners today? I, th I think it's about um, if you're worried about yourself or if you have a loved one, somebody who's close to you that's worried about another person close to them. Okay, so let, let's just briefly talk about that. If Let's imagine that, that there's a wife and a husband and the husband's the drinker and the wife is worried about what she can and can't do. And she might be trying to lay down rules and laws and take his money. And unfortunately, that's not going to work. The real truth is that we are powerless over other people. So that's that's the first thing. And we have to learn some acceptance, acceptance of some truths. And that then goes back to, to me. You know, when I point the finger, I point it out and there's three fingers pointing back at me. And it's about being honest with ourselves. So mm. I talk about if you want to get clean and sober, how do you, how is honesty, open-mindedness and willingness? And it all starts with honesty. And I think that not lying uh, and telling the truth and really having a look at yourself to say, really, really, where are you up to? Where is your life up to? And if you're depressed or anxious, then I'll go back and say, finally, you know, is alcohol your friend? Um, mm. And there's a, there's a strap line here, which is three words that I think sums up recovery, which is evolve or repeat. It's as simple as that. You either repeat your actions or you evolve. Wow. I'm I, the word inspired does not cover how how amazing it is to hear your story and just to see how 
positive you are like despite everything i mean i feel like you've got you've had like a hundred lives and you've survived them all and you've become such an inspiration inspirational person and i i feel like if it's not whoever watches this episode it's whoever you've met in your life even in passing even in a five-minute conversation i can only imagine how many lives you've changed for the better and i seriously applaud your impact on society you're incredible (laughs) bless you i i I fundamentally believe in the ripples the ripple effect you know we we do touch other lives and and those touch points ripple out so uh, it's nice to try and do some of that because people helped me you know let's be honest people helped me and if it wasn't for them I, i definitely would be dead yeah no i hear you and i'm so i'm personally honored to have been able to hear your story and I'm happy for the people that helped you because that gave me the chance to talk to you and get to hear your story and I'm really glad that the listeners as well will be able to hear everything that you've just talked about and hopefully be inspired even if they're not addicts but if they know someone who's an addict to help them as well and to know that you know you're available online sober coach lifestyling sober life sorry sober lifestyle coaching what did I just yes that's right that's right www.sober.ae is is the website you could find sober.ae okay perfect well thank you so much for your time today david i am so honored to have spoken to you in this two-part segment and i look forward to catching up with you again soon thanks Sarah. take care thanks everyone bye